Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Recorded live. Well, that's annoying. No. If you would have been on the last one, you would have known what that noise was. I know what it is. <laughs> but just for everybody else who may not know, tell them. Good. All right. So, yeah. Two more just popped on. I'm guessing Seth and Shanice. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? Hey there, Shanice. Chris. Hey, Jonathan. Seth's here. Hey. All right. The last hey there, person Seth. Is, uh, is Tracy. I've already given Brett the pitch. I think I'm just going to let him run with it. Hear somebody cooking. Oh, that'd be me. I'll say I should know it wasn't Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have this nice fall weather in Louisiana. I'm making a pot of beans today. Oh, man, you had me until you said beans. Uh oh. Come on. Beans and cornbread? Nothing better. I'm from the country now. That's how Uh we do it. Stay in the country then. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Come on, Chris. No love. I've got no love for you. I don't have any love for beans. (laughs) (laughs) You hadn't tried mine. That's just that's it. Everybody says that. And you know what? They all (laughs) the same. (laughs) All right then, all right. Alright, right. so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, start, and maybe Trace will get on. Uh, she's mostly aware of everything already, so um, so I'm gonna go ahead and mute you guys. Sure, uh, no. Shanice is the one registered from New Jersey right now, and Ombre is registered from Pennsylvania. So uh, what I want to have you guys do going forward is um, when you have a chance, sign up for talk shoe. And uh, think your phone number with it, so that way when you guys call in next time, I know who's on. Because um, right now it's just showing up to state. Um, 
But I pushed the slide deck to Facebook a couple minutes ago for you guys to uh, check out. Um, so starting out is um, basically most of you are somewhat aware of the, uh, the pivot we're about to do. Um, kind of the whole thought process behind everything the past couple of months was that we'd be an agency and then from there we'd expand into launching our own digital training platform, you know, like a Lunda or um, digital tutors type thing. And then from there branch out into the entertainment end of things and you know, licensing content with the entertainment division and making money that way. You know, so that way you have multiple revenue streams coming in to support the business. So if one thing fails, we're not, you know, scrambling to make up losses. Um but once we kind of, you know, we did some market studies and research and quickly realized that all the time that we're spending on Marcom POV, there's an opportunity to generate revenue from it now. So it's kind of flipping the process around and ultimately we're starting out as a more of a entertainment company than going into training and then going to the agency side of things. Um, and just going that route because there's a huge potential on licensing business content to media. So news stations currently have four needs from talking with a couple of the different DMMs, um, digital marketing managers, um, sales managers. They're always looking for more local content. They're always looking for more long-form content, always needing more business content and entertainment content. You know, these were pain points that I had when I was in the industry. It's pain points that Chris has now. It's pain points that... Um, other managers that I've talked to have expressed. Um, and so, you know, basically the package that we're getting ready to pitch helps them with a couple of those. Um, so in the same process, we'll be expanding the shows. Marcom POV will also be um, having a spinoff for MarTech POV. So we'll now be having a show that's solely on te marketing technology, you know, like the Amazon Dash and... Um, some of the other things that we talked about, we'll take those events out of Marcom and put it solely into the tech show. And then we'll also be launching a couple other shows as well. Um, so the whole thing is we're getting ready to wrap it all within one name. I don't know if we want to proceed with galacticmedia.tv as a domain and company name for that. Um, we don't have to, you know, it's, it's something that we'll talk about at the end of the call. But we could go with something more, more just generic business-like. Um, it's just depending on how we want to brand it. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to stay tied into the Galactic brand. Because ultimately, this could be an entirely separate division. Um, and so the business content package that we're putting out is, you know, it has to do with we're about to streamline the show production so we can do so. We've invested in different technology. Um, utilize live stream software and services. We'll also be incorporating a combination of Lab, Hangouts, and Skype to get people on the show live um, to get those different points of views. We'll also, at the same time, be simulcasting against, or not against, but with Periscope and Meerkat. So basically, you know, instead of us spending a couple hours recording the show, and then a couple hours editing the show, and then a couple hours encoding the show, Everything will be done all at once. So, you know, if it's a 30-minute show, it's done in 30 minutes, then you know, we're moving on to something else. Um, 
would live stream and be able to draft all of our graphics to have that high-end production. So that's why we're going that route. Um, the live shows at the same time should also spark more interaction and more user-generated content, so it further increases our production value. Um, so kind of the main concept around the Marcom POV and MarTech POV is we want to produce it similar to that of like ESPN's Around the Horn, where it's we're pitching a topic for a couple of minutes, and then we're giving everyone their little 60 seconds to say their piece, um, you know, whether they like it, they don't, whatever. And then we wrap up with um, bump graphics of incorporating user-generated content. So that way, um, we're tying in other people that are not necessarily live on the show, but that they still have a voice in the show. Um, and then we'll continue to be doing about four or five segments on Marcom POV, and then we'll be doing about two or three topics on MarTech POV. Both of those will remain weekly shows. And then I'll we'll also be launching Marketing 401 and Management 411. Um, the in-depth topic discussion will be things that we can pre-can. Um, basically, what that means is we can go and record these shows on, you know, one weekend we can record four to six of these and have, enough content for the whole month. You know, so it brings our production time down and we're not having to do this on a weekly basis and that gives us more time to um, get things done. Um, so basically that'll be, you know, taking the concept of like why email marketing working is working, you know, why it's still relevant, you know, what type of um, business incentives are there going on in different states, regions, cities. Um, it's just general advice to help business owners succeed. So, you know, this is kind of where the business content packaging comes into play. You know, TV stations, it would allow them to tap into a new um, audience, which in turn generates more traffic, and at the same time, it could also generate them more revenue from a new sector of B2B sales. So, what we're going to do is we're going to offer them 10 pieces of content each week will be 10 videos, 10 articles. Um, basically, the articles will be um, transcriptions of what we talk about with more in-depth coverage on those things, as well as linking back to sources and all that stuff. And we're, at the same time, we're going to make the whole package completely turnkey for the news stations. We're also going to provide them with the marketing materials to make it successful for them. I mean, from that TV station background, I know how a lot of these content deals have been structured in the past. I know what they're talking are, what the prices are, what the potential revenue are, but none of those packages that we've ever got have come with marketing material. So it's that extra level of added value in that land yet that we're providing that really can help them make it extremely successful. You know, I've seen them, you know, we've had different deals come across our table where we're paying hundreds of dollars for a lot less content. So I know what I'm asking for what we would be asking for is a lot less than what they're already paying. You look at the amount of content we're delivering to them on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, and on an annual basis. So, um, we're going to basically be going after my old employer, Nextstar Broadcasting, and at the same time, it's Chris's current employer. And since Nextstar is a bit of a gangster when it comes to business deals, we get to kind of pull Chris back out of the show. Um, that's going to open up some some other issues that we'll talk about down the road. Um, and finding some replacements for that type of, 
beforehand than for the show in general, as well as getting more people on the show. But basically, because I don't think NextJar will think too highly of him double dipping, you know, getting two sources of revenue from that from them. Um, so NextJar currently has 58 markets. Um, you see the 25, 33. That represents 25 large markets, the top 100 markets and 33 smaller markets, which are 101 to 205. There are 205 markets across America based on the current Nielsen books um, and markets. And what I've seen in the past, NextJar likes to work out deals where it's one price for a top 100 and another price for the bottom realm of markets. Um, 2016 budgets are due 1020. That's October 20th. So we're trying to start pitches the 15th, and we're trying to get 10 stations on board. Um, right now, I've got about two and a half that have that I feel we could lock up really fast. Um, and Chris is working on the list of compiling the extra stations that are based off of um, highest traffic as well as current highest revenue within the company so we can make sure that we're targeting the right stations and once we can get them to commit to finding a contract to license this content, when we get those 10 or get very firm agreements from them, whether they sign the contract or not, um, it gives me more leverage to go into the next star boardroom to get, negotiate a corporate-wide deal. So what we'd then be asking for instead of $1,000 a month, we'd drop that rate to 750 a month for the top 100 and 500 from 101 up. Um, and then so basically, you know, looking at what that then generates for us is that, you know, on the very high end, it's very close to, you know, $420,000, $425,000 a year. You know, it's close to half a million dollars. You know, if we work out a deal for just all 58 stations, at the $500 mark, um, 58 markets, not station. Um, that then becomes, you know, roughly $30,000 a month to $350,000 annually. You know, even if we just walk in those 10 stations, that's still $120,000. So it's, it's allowing us to reach our goals a lot faster and it gives us the cash flow to expand into other things faster. And this past week, I shared that article with everyone where NextStar has basically announced they, well not basically, they are, that they're attempting a hostile takeover of Media Channel. And it's not basically a matter of when, or it's not basically a matter of if, it's when. Um, NextStar reached out to Media Channel to offer them a deal to buy them out last month after receiving feelers from investors in the company. The um, corporate executives and attorneys refused to talk to them. And so after, you know, getting more feelers from investors, they then announced on Monday that they were willing to pay 30% above their current stock value as well as stock options for NextStar stock through an acquisition of the tune of $4.2 billion buyout. So if that were to occur, Next, Sinclair is currently the number one media company in America. And when it comes to station groups, by number of markets and stations, NextStar is currently number two. Media General is three. That would then make NextStar very close to being number one, if not number one, and it then doubles NextStar in size. So it then could very well become a contract that's to the tune of closer to $800,000 or $900,000 once that 
deal is worked out. Um, basically, it's not going to be up to the media general executives as to whether or not they sell the company. It's basically coming down to whether or not the FCC will allow the merger um, and what that means as far as the monopoly status in certain markets. I don't think the two companies currently have a whole lot of overlap with that would hold them up with closing that deal. Um, but there always is that potential, as I've seen with other mergers that Nexstar has done over the past two years. Um, but basically, you know, providing them this mutually beneficial deal, you know, we're hearing them confident that they want and need and give them more revenue to own different um, sponsorships for it. It can very well give us the leverage to make more deals next year. So usually the first quarter is the hardest quarter, and that usually all of the uh, media companies struggle in the first quarter. So we could very well come in and pitch them a new deal in the second quarter to help them recoup losses that they've had. Now, hey, here's some more shows. You know, you've already seen the success of the first batch. Here's another step. Here's a way for you to make up a lot of revenue for the rest of the year. Because um, normally they wouldn't adjust their budget. But I know the trend, and I, I think it's very viable that we could get them to adjust the budget. Do include an additional round of content licensing because of the amount of money they could generate. Um, it, it would not be very hard for most of these patients to generate $5,000 a month from the content and sponsorship deals. Um, and then at the same time, we can very well go in and pitch a third round in the fourth quarter to get into their 2017 books. So basically, we could end up with at least three deals to the tune of around half a million dollars a piece by the end of next year. Um, at the same time, you know, we're, this is basically, which consists of overall 20% of our efforts and we generate 80% of our revenues. Um, and that's why we're applying about 80% of our efforts towards this right now because it, it has a huge payoff potential for us. And so it's kind of why we're doing a big push to get everything done and get all these pilots and stuff shot to showcase them to meet those deadlines. Um, so at the same time, we don't want to neglect the agency side of things because we still need to make sure that we're, we're you know, diversifying our revenue streams. So at the same time, you know, we, we want to put, you know, try and get about 20% of our revenues in on the agency side, but it's going to require about 80% of our work. So that's why we're trying to get everyone involved and everyone to help out. So the holiday push, we're trying to get 10 clients on board um, just because of all the stuff we're trying to do with the shows. I don't want to um, get us overwhelmed, but we still do need to focus on some of these, um, getting these clients in. What we want to do is we'll end up offering special rates that we'll negotiate with them. Um, it'll be a shortened contract. It'll be a three-month to be easier to get them to buy into three months versus an annual. Um, at the same time, we'll be focusing on increasing their online sales through social and media and flash pages. So the number one issue a lot of businesses have is they may or may not spend a lot of money on their website, but at the same time, it's still lackluster and doesn't instill faith in the consumers. So what they need is a better solution to be able to increase conversion and make more money. So that's where the splash pages come in. We can set up, you know, pages relatively fast 
to get them to do what they need to do, you know, whether it be getting increase in sales, increase in email conversions, um, sign ups, or you know, simply helping them place an order online or something. Social media component comes in, you know, helping basically them have the customer service online. So if they have complaints about an experience in the store or with a website or whatever, we can help the company field those to um, allow them to turn a bad situation around, um, capitalize on closing a deal. You know, people quite often will reach out through social media when they're angry. So how can you rectify those bad experiences? As well as sometimes, you know, people just want to be able to place an order or fix something, and they don't want to call or email. You know, they want to, you know, that instant gratification. So if we can help offer that to them, it could very well help them increase a ton of sales for the holiday season. Same time, you know, around that, you know, contests will help them as well, and helping them grow their database is always vital for their longevity. Um, so that way they can continue to market to their loyal customers time and time again. And basically the whole package will be kind of a blend between our content marketing. There won't really be any sort of PR-related stuff, um, but it will include social media as well as email marketing campaigns. Um, so it will be, be a blend um, of our current services, but it will be reduced at the same time so that way we can reduce those prices. Um, and make it more attractable to them. So, you know, for those of you that aren't familiar with our, our current products list, you know, our services and packages include consulting, social media marketing, PR and content marketing, as well as email marketing. And so it's just kind of creating a uniform package that will help them for their holiday season. Um, so our target platforms or verticals are going to be our jewelry stores, boutiques, service industries, like your plumbing, flooring, that sort of stuff, heating, cooling, and healthcare markets. So basically we're trying to go, you know, develop strategies for these verticals that we can deploy faster for anyone in any market rather than constantly having to pick up a new client for this and a new client for that. It it slows down our um, strategy and pre-production and production before we can actually launch their campaign. So focusing on these current targets right now will help us expedite that process and in turn get it up faster and get their um, return on investment faster because they're they're seeing things working. So, you know, our current marketing tactics that we're in the process of launching, we've launched Google AdWords this past week in the process of launching some retargeting campaigns um, we've done some tests on Facebook. They haven't turned out real well. So we're looking at Twitter and YouTube. We're getting more um, interaction engagement. You know, we're seeing the bar move on Twitter. So we're, we're putting more effort into Twitter. At the same time, we should be investing more into YouTube. Um, there's a lot of potential there. We're um, in the process with sorry, um, our little asteroids are being printed by a 3D printer. In Shreveport, I should have prototypes this week. And then we are also in the process of getting um, gold digital 
um, not digital, but printed coins done that are essentially our business card, something that's out of the box and, you know, really unique to help not only tie in our brand but help um, give that premium, that, you know, high-end presence that we're trying to command to go along with our price. You know, perception creates reality, so it's it's trying to help them understand that, you know, we're willing to do, pull out all the stops to separate ourselves from the competitors, and that's what we want to help them do as well. So the other thing is <laughs> doing uh, partnerships with the Chamber of Commerce, so at the same time, offering deals for anyone that's part of the Chamber to sign up with us at a discounted rate. Um, we'll also be doing webinars. You know, what we need to do is start tapping our own networks, you know, looking at who we know and continue our services. Um, the entertainment shows, you know, through licensing deals will help us expand our reputation and awareness. So in turn, it'll not only generate revenue, but it generates us a lot of publicity. Um, eventually, we'll be getting into press, doing press releases. So as we launch these new shows, we'll put up press releases and blogs on our website about the new shows, about signing signing this new client, signing this new contract, whatever. You know, it's just, you know, getting us out there more and making us look more like the experts. So whenever the media needs help, it's building those relationships and they come to you and they need, you know, that expert advice on that topic. Um, we're letting them know who you're working with. So it may not be they need advice from us, but they may need advice for, you know, someone in the heating industry or the cooling. They may be doing something related to the holidays, you know, or the seasonal things that they need, you know to ask questions about. Um, and then, you know, we're focusing on that, you know, Q4 holiday marketing push. So basically, you know, tie, going back into, you know, our incentive plan, we revised this now a 10% commission payout in cash for a monthly basis, 10% commission paid out in stock for the contract basis on a monthly basis. But if a client cancels, that nullifies your commission. Um, it's a way to help you guys get some more money, you know, outside of just the production money, but also make you have a vested interest in seeing the company succeed because, you know, owning stock in the company as we start issuing out dividends is another way for you to make more money as well. Um, so at the same time, we're, you know, to get you guys to help out, we're also launching two contests. And I talked about this last month a little bit. You know, here's the four details. Um, we're doing a social media contest. I've got some Olympic Sochi replica medals. Um, they're made of real metal, not of silver, gold, or bronze. They're just plated. Um, but these are left over from the 2016 Olympic Sochi Games that I had that we used at the uh, TV station. So over the next 90 days, whoever acquires the most points via our you know, descriptions below will win the medals. Um, we want everyone to get active on social media, specifically Twitter and LinkedIn. So for everyone who, for every tweet, you'll get one point. For every retweet of any of our promotional stuff, you'll get two, um, which means sharing like Marcom POV, um, hey, we're live on Periscope, or hey, here's the link to the episode if you missed it. Um, hey, here's, you know, um, a webinar that would be really helpful for you. You know, come hop on, sign up. Um, three points per follower you acquire over the next 90 days, four points per EGC show. Um, 
So basically, if you are um, either on the show with us or you um, send us a tweet or send us some sort of textual information regarding one of the topics we're covering, we'll get you additional points to help us, you know, increase those different points of views on those shows and different um, ideas and thought processes. The second platform or contest that we have is the Referral and Leads Program. So basically, you know, we want you guys to help us find out who your target. And we'll give uh, $25, $50, and $75 to the top three people that produce the most leads for us. So once again, you know, it's, it's helping us find those businesses that are, you know, along those verticals that we're currently searching and going after. Um, so on top of the commission, you'll get, you know, an extra little bit. Um, so we're, company financial goals still haven't changed. Um, we'll leave them as is and we'll kind of evaluate them going forward um, over the next couple of months. But pretty much to wrap it all up, you know, the, the key takeaway and action items that we have for you guys are um, by the end of the week, we want to see everyone active on LinkedIn and Twitter. So if you don't have your account, set them up. Um, feel free to utilize Hootsuite, you know, spend an hour a week or half an hour, you know, either look at our pages or um, we can give you content sites to go to. Um, you can simply copy and paste headlines and the links to the stories and, you know, schedule stuff out for the whole week. But at the same time, you know, interaction leads to growth, you know, you got to be genuine. You got to interact with people. Um, so it just doesn't. You don't. You can't just be robotic. You you've got to genuinely have a vested interest in interacting with the people that are following you. Otherwise, you never want to grow those platforms. Um, it, it's beneficial to you as well as the company. You know, you, everyone should be working on their own personal brand. You know, Facebook, Google Plus. There's other platforms that you could be on. Um, but I understand a lot of those people keep private. So the focus is, you know, everyone should be on LinkedIn because it's it's a business platform anyways. And Twitter is where we're seeing the most growth, and that's why we're trying to push you guys to to be there. You know, they're growing really fast. You know, I've grown from 300 followers in the past month and a half, two months to almost 700. And then the Mark on POV show has gone from nothing to the last time I saw, I think it was like three-something the other day. So we're growing really fast, and it doesn't take much effort. You know, I'm managing, you know, Tracy's been helping out with scheduling some of the content on Suite for our um, Marcom QOV and company page. Um, but I have been actively daily interacting with everyone with Twitter. So as we get people following, as we get people favoriting stuff, as we get people retweeting, I'm following up with them, you know, and, and genuinely talking and posting to them and with them. Um, so that's where you need to go with this. Um, it doesn't take that much time. Um, I spend maybe half hour a day on it. I, you know... As I have a break or waiting on something, I'll do it. Or during lunch, I'll do it. Um, at night, right before I go to bed, I'll check stuff. It, it doesn't take that long. And the second target item that we have is that by 1016, we would like for everyone to give us four or five businesses per category with owner info, you know, 
names, emails, phone numbers, addresses, whatever you can find, whatever we can get, because um, we want to host a couple of different webinars over the next following three weeks after that date, and we want to invite them to get them on the webinars to help them understand that time is of the essence and it's urgent that they start thinking about their holiday marketing now. Whether they utilize their services or not, it's, it's just a way for us to try and help them formulate their strategies and, and get them to, you know, be a viable competitor to the big box retailers for the holiday season. You know, as those sales get earlier and earlier, they need to be conscious conscious of that and um and start doing their own stuff earlier. So um it's basically, you know, just you know, that training platform that we're talking about, you know, it's helping the clients understand what they need to do, how they need to do, give them some ideas and help them so that we are a thought leader of the industry and that we can help them if they should be so inclined to want to work with us. You know, it's that soft selling to get them interested. Um, and then by 10.30, we, this was kind of um, mine and Brett's discussion last night, was there's a lot of areas that we see there being opportunities um, and trends, and we want to know what you think are untapped markets where you're at, because every every market's different. You know, what Chris and I see as potential in Monroe is not the same as what we saw in Shreveport as to what I see in Dallas or what's going on over here on the East Coast. So, you know, just let us know what, what you see, what you feel as, you know, you're looking about, you know, and that way we can kind of all talk about everything and see where we have opportunity to go and if there's other things that we can focus on or efforts on. Um, so with that, I want to mute everyone. Um, and that way, you know, we kind of open it up for discussion and, and see what everyone's thinking as well as um, any questions or comments or anything. Well, I'll chime in real quick. This is Chris again for anybody who hasn't uh, learned my smooth, buttery voice just yet. Uh, I just wanted to touch on, as far as the social media, we definitely need as much effort put into that as possible. Uh, that That is one reason why Jonathan put together this um, point scheme, this point scale, really, uh, to encourage and just get everybody in the habit just as much as since we are going to offer these type of tools to people, we just want to definitely be able to say that we utilize this, we do this uh, for ourselves, not only for you, and we're not just trying to zap your money and never wait to you again because everyone we're looking to work with, we're looking to do long term. Uh, and the better we are before we build these products out and get these out to all of the clients, the better of a return the client will see and the better they'll come back to us and say, well, we need to spend more money to ramp this up even more. And I just wanted to really highlight on pushing more out there for the social media because for myself, I'm not a Twitter fan as much as I should be, but over the last 
there. So while uh, while Marcom has had similar content go to, well, Jonathan has put similar content to Marcom, and it's been pushing to my account as well. I've been adding my own uh, marketing stories or just anything and trying to add similar hashtags. Um, so then whenever I do see somebody who shows some interest or does retweet, I do uh, try and build some type of rapport from that. question yeah, obviously we can. um when pretty much um I'm not really huge on Twitter either like I just just got it and pretty much uh, when working with this and like some of my other personal projects should I try to keep it a balance between both of the two things I'm doing like showcasing what I do and also keeping informed of people with uh pretty much galactic media if we're planning on keeping that for the actual title name um, would that be more of a like a, would it be more of a than anything to pretty much balance it just between them two, like keeping, or do you want two separate things from it? Like you want me to keep one personal side for myself and like another page or something for just the lag thing? No, there's, that's a great question. There's no need to have a separate, you know, business account versus your personal account. The whole point of this is to help you build your personal brand. So how you should be doing it is Finding whatever interests you, whatever you know, meets your your personality or your creative stuff. So, like, I know you do a lot of illustrations, but maybe it's just you know, tweeting a photo of one of your new illustrations every day, or you know, sharing something from someone else that inspires you in you know the the animation field. Um, it doesn't have to be straight marketing. It's just whatever you know. Fits you, so you know Brett's more of a creative guy, so his could be more creative content driven versus a strategy side of things. You know, okay. he'd be more in PR, so hers would be more PR related. You know, um, you know, she needs more motion graphics, so it's you know, sharing what cool VFX motion graphics, you know, whether it be movies or the latest TV spot or uh, music video, whatever. You know, it's just just sharing what you feel is cool with other people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they, pretty much that, I think they cleared up a little bit what I was thinking on most of the subject there. So now, 
Does anyone need any help from either myself or Chris or Brett? Everyone at this time should have their email set up, so please let us know if you didn't get those um, email notifications. They should have come from Adobe Business Tablet. Um, it may have gone to your spam holders to check that. If you got it, um, if not, um, that way you can check. Um, if you did, you know, go ahead and log in and, and um, just check that stuff because we'll be getting everyone into Asana, which is our um, production management system, in the next day or so. And so that way you know, we can get you guys acclimated to that platform as we move forward. Hey, Jonathan, this is Adam. Uh, hey, is uh, there a way to set that stuff up on our phone as far as, like, are there any server settings or something that we can get to have that go to our phone? Yes, yeah. we'll have to do that. Yes, that uh, no. And uh, so, uh, Asana has an app that you can download and utilize, so you don't have to go to the web portal. Okay. Hey, John, this is Yep. Um, so I did set up my email, but when I was trying to go to the direct link, I was having trouble with following. I had to sign on to my email. Are so you trying to do it on your phone or are you trying to do it on a, a desktop? Well, in the email, there's like a separate link, and when I clicked on it to try to like set up my username and password, it wouldn't let me. So I had to go back in and just follow the link every time I wanted to sign on or just double check. I don't know if I was clicking on something wrong, but everything is set up. I just don't know, like, where to go as far as, like, like, if I was to go check the email, like, is it on the, the website? I didn't see it. If, if, I, I couldn't hear every bit of that. Um, if you are having issues with the email, I'll put my number, uh, my cell number into the group, and everybody can give me a call from that. Okay. Um, but if you, you said you were able to create the account or you were having issues finding it? I did um, create it, but when I went back to we signed in just to make sure that I put the right uh, password in. I couldn't log in. I had to go back okay. to the original link that was sent to me through my email. Okay. All right. Well, I'll be sure to add a link for everybody to be able to get to it quicker. Um, my apologies on not getting that uh, right off. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll add my, my number and everybody will be able to call me from that. Are there any other questions or comments or anything? Anyone here? All right, well, I guess that'll be it for today. Um, 
So, yeah, just let me or Chris know if you need any help with um, any advice on as far as you know, social media stuff goes or if you're having issues with those emails um, in the next. By, basically, by Tuesday, everyone should be getting a second email from their um, business catalyst email regarding um, access to the Then um, we'll start assigning um, different categories of tasks to people. So that way, um, you guys can see where we're storing information because what we're doing now is um, we've been aggregating all of the information regarding like client leads and that type of stuff into Asana, into one task. That way we're keeping everything there so everyone can see all of that stuff. Um, I guess as far as the, um, you know, looking for who you think the, the current clients we should go after, it doesn't have to be people in your local market, you know, feel free to look in the Dallas market or look in Miami or look wherever. You know, don't don't think your local market's limiting you because um, we're not necessarily trying to compete in all of those local markets. But if there's opportunities there, so be it. Um, so that's it. That's all I have. Um, I am going to go ahead and stop the recording. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.